Hello and welcome to the Is It Worth It podcast. My name is James Pulse Welsh. And I'm Thomas of Fenton. And yeah, hello and welcome to the third episode of this podcast. Um, today we're going to be talking a little bit about transport, getting from A to B, you know, what we use to get ourselves around, why we use it, and you know, what, what sort of options are out there and you know, why some of those options can be a, a really good idea. So um, Tom, what do you drive? I I drive or I ride. What do you, how do you how do you get around? Correct. Um, yeah. So I um, everybody knows that I'm um, I'm such a rider, mm. uh, rocker rider. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, yeah. I love riding my bike. Um, oh shit! Tom just Tom just put his hand through his hair and revealed <laughs> a massive fucking gash on his arm. Oh, how did you do oh, that? Is yeah. that riding? Oh yeah, wheeling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh it's massive, man. Oh, um, I'm gonna get a photo of this and chuck it up yeah. on Instagram. Take a photo of it. That is nuts. Just like that, man. Um, this is a live photo. It looks gross as well, man. <laughs> there must be some infection in there going on. I don't know. Right. Look so, so you get around on your bike mostly. Yeah. So I get around on my bike. Um, and yeah, I like to be crazy. But the thing is that my bike is like you know the only getaway. From this, um, you know, um, from this routine, mm. um, I love riding my bike not only because it's you know quick, mm. it's you know healthy, mm. you know it's always like we always say it mm. uh, keeps you fit and, um, and yeah it's uh, there's no mm. pollution like I think it doesn't yeah you know it's just so sustainable and mm. um, but it's also so good because um, yeah again like it just you know take you out of the you know gets you out of the, the everyday, the ordinary life. And you know, with some music and you know, a couple of, just a, a little bit of sunshine, it's mm. just the best moment of your day. It's, it's really cool. great in the city, I think particularly, like, you know, you put into like Google Maps, you know, how long it's gonna take you to get anywhere. And it's so much, you know, even on a bike, getting anywhere in the city is usually the same time or quicker. Cause it's just, you can, you know, nip through traffic, get on the trails, all this sort of stuff. It's just so much. More convenient, than than any other vehicle. Mm. It's so mm. much quicker. Yeah, exactly. Um, so how did you? So when you came to Australia, Tom's Italian, by the way. Yeah, if you have, yeah. if you, if you, this is the first time you're checking <laughs> this out, and you haven't realised already. So you moved here what two years ago? It was three. Three years ago. Yeah. Um, so you never got a car when you came yeah, here. Yeah, it was just. just yeah, that's a fair point. Like, um, mm. no, I have had a couple of cars. I've got two, I think. Um, just, you know, I used to borrow them from my dad. Or, yeah. Or, you know, just for a couple of months and stuff just to move myself around. But yeah. I used to work a bit um, further away than, you know, in the city. Mm. I was uh, working in Deer Park. Mm. So I needed a car. So this is interesting. So when you first came here, you had a car. No, no. No, so you, you used a car. Yes, you, yeah, you, I have. Yeah. I've had, yeah. I've so so you um, used a car because you were working you know, in Deer Park and it was, you know, you sort of needed to drive. So well, I reckon we can talk about that, you know, yeah. that idea of I need to drive. But it was not that I had to drive. Mm. Like, it wasn't quite, you know, the thing. Um, you know, my dad told me that I would have been quicker with a car mm. or, you know, I just thought that, you know, it would have, it would have been quicker and better and comfier, mm. you know, to go with the car, to mm. drive my car exactly. rather than, you know, catch exactly. the train. But 
No way, man. Um, I used to catch the train and it was so early, so you know, mm. I started driving my car, but then, you know, going to work, already stressed because mm. of traffic. Yeah. Going back home, stressed as well, yeah. overwhelmed because of that F traffic. Yeah. And then, you know, I started, I, I started catching the train again. Mm. I you know, I started again mm. and it was so much better. Mm. You go to the station, you know, mm. in the morning, like half asleep, mm. just, you know, sit on your seat, you know, yeah. lie, lie on your seat and then just music till yeah. you go to work. Yeah. Just like best thing ever. Mm. You know, it might take, you know, 20 minutes more than, you know, a, 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 just a drive, mm. but it's so much better mm. for your brain health. Yeah. You know? I think that's the other thing. It's like, Particularly sort of, you know, inner suburbs of Melbourne where, you know, traffic is a nightmare. Like, getting to the train, like you say, even if it's, you know, an extra 20 minutes, it's so much more sustainable and it's so much better for your mental health because, you know, by the time you're sitting in traffic for, you know, half hour, hour, whatever, the toll on your mental health is just nuts. And I remember last year I was working in West Footscray and, like, it was a, you know, it was a really nice job and it was you know a cool experience but the traffic to get there particularly to get home like so I you know normally would come from my place in the morning it was wasn't too bad it was just busy in the afternoon it was horrendous it was just so busy it was so stressful and by the time I got home you know by the time I finished work I wasn't that tired but by the time I you know sat in traffic for an hour and dealt with all that I was exhausted by the time I got home um, but then for me, I looked at, you know, getting the train and it was going to be another, you know, half hour, 40 minutes. And I think that is, you know, what I was sort of thinking we could talk about is, you know, and it relates to, you know, is it worth it? Is asking yourself the question, particularly in terms of transport, you know, is it worth it? Is it worth getting the train over a car? You know, if it's going to add 20 minutes and, you know, you're going to save yourself that mental, you know, that mental energy and that, you know, mental stress and all that sort of stuff. Like, absolutely, you know, get the train. Um, but I think for me, yeah, it's been, you know, sort of whenever I, particularly with work, like we have, you know, sites all around. Yeah. And trying to find, there have been a couple that have been close that have been like, oh, I probably could get the train. But still, it's, you know, it always adds that bit of extra time. Yeah. On planning so, as well. Exactly, exactly. And that's the thing, you know, you miss that train and then suddenly you might be late for work and all this sort of stuff. But... Yeah, if I I always try and check and see, okay, can I get to this site by a train or do some of it by a train or whatever. Um, But even, you know, like when we work in Warrandyte, like when I work in the office in Warrandyte, I walk to work. I don't even ride. Like it's such a nice walk along the river that I just walk. Um, You know, we have a couple of sites in Warrandyte that, you know, I'll try and ride, you know, pack up all my tools, chuck them in my backpack and just ride to work. but yeah, I think it's interesting how we think about what we need in terms of transport. Like the other day, you know, I was at this um, RMIT Activator Sustainability and Careers and Employment put on, you know, Entrepreneurship Week last week. Yep. And um, we had a sustainability symposium thing in Bandura. It was really great. It was, you know, really great to talk about all this different sort of stuff. But, you know, I was toying up whether to ride my bike to the train station and then ride from you know Greensboro station up to Bandura or to drive my car it was going to be so much quicker to drive my car like so much quicker and 
you know, in the morning it was pretty cold and, you know, there was a lot of clouds and I could see that right about the time that we were supposed to finish this thing up, was it was supposed to start, you know, pissing down with rain. For sure, 100%. And so this is the thing, I looked at it, I'm like, oh, I really, really don't want to ride. I'd really love to just jump in my car, you know, nice, warm, dry car and just drive there. Um, but I was like, you know what? I really can't, you know, I really, it didn't sit well with me, the idea of, you know, getting in my car to drive to a, you know, sustainability Q&A I won't lie man you've got balls you have balls man I won't lie man but I think it's the thing it's like and this is another thing I wanted to talk about was your expectations and your comfort zone change it so quickly like so quickly like you know a year ago I never would have even thought about it I was like no of course I would drive like why the hell would I ride (laughs) like no, no way and now my comfort zone and my my ability and my fitness on the bike has meant that yeah I can actually look at that and say you know what I might get a little bit wet but I'll be fine I'll be right the thing is that you don't just you know get fit you become a lot stronger yeah even like you know mentally stronger mm. once you know yeah you exactly you get you get out of your comfort zone mm. Mm. like you get so much stronger mm. even you know like um when you, when outside it's cold but you know, you used to ride your bike and be, you know, with a t shirt on yeah. or just with a jumper or a shirt. So then afterwards, you know, you just like you just don't feel the cold anymore mm. or you know, you just don't feel the fatigue mm. as you know, as much as you used to. Yeah. I don't know, it's just like gets you like what's the testosterone thing? Um, was it? Like it's sort of like I think that riding your bike as we were talking about it sometime. Mm. Um the more you ride or like, you know, the more Testosterone. Testo- I think testosterone is testosterone. Like, that that's a hormone that's in yeah. guys, but I'm confused. Okay, I mean, might not be talking about the right thing. Maybe and not. that can that might be okay. <laughs> that might be um that might be the thing. I mean um I'm not a scientist or whatever, but um we were talking about it last time. We can't even cut this off. I don't care. But um <clears throat> no, it's it's so nice how you can make connections at this time of the day. Um. And I was just yeah, like trying to say something, but you make such good connections with what you say, and they make so much sense, and I love that. And I'm just like um, so proud of you. But anyway, mm. um, what was I going to say? Saying that you know, when you get on the bike, you really, you really feel it, and you feel that sort of you know, you, yeah. Whether it's becoming think, stronger, man. Yeah, becoming stronger. And I think, yeah, you know, you might in males, it might be a bit of testosterone or whatever yeah I have no idea what what that actually is but I think in anyone I think when you get riding when you get fit when you really you know get out on the bike and really go for it there's, there's something in you there's something that you know particularly I'm yeah. finding these days I can more easily get into a sort of you know meditative state not when I'm riding like busy roads like don't don't try and meditate <laughs> on your bike on a busy road it's not a good <laughs> idea but you know, on a nice quiet road, particularly like dirt roads out the back of my place, there's yeah. you know, you can be cruising down and you know still focusing, still riding, but just feeling the movement in your body and feeling you know your muscles as they you know push and pull and you know really feeling how that power comes from you through the pedals, through the wheels, and pushes you forward. 
and pushes you forward like you haven't you know pushed yourself forward in weeks in months like you know as you slowly get more and more fit it's I think I've been really surprised by how quickly I've managed to build my fitness on the bike I think this is the other thing so I was keen to talk about you know bikes and fitness and transport and all this sort of stuff today because you know what's the third day of spring what's the third of September yeah fourth fourth of September so it's the fourth day of spring and riding in this morning there was bikes everywhere yeah and it was so nice to see because you know it's gorgeous sunshine there's all these people and yet there's bikes so many more people out on bikes now than there was you know middle of winter but I think the other nice thing was that you know coming up Swanson Street, I could ride past all of them because you know you've been keeping up the fitness, <laughs> building the fitness over winter, and so all these people who yeah good on them you know got out on the bike you know getting getting fit again you know and enjoying this you know really nice weather and riding in this you know spring weather, but yeah it was, so much, it was so much fun just to cruise past them and be like hey, but um yeah I think it's. And that's another thing, you know, as spring comes around, as it gets a bit warmer, you know, this morning I, you know, didn't need to bring gloves, didn't need to bring a beanie, it was so much nicer just to, you know, ride, even just those few degrees warmer. Oh, it's going to be so much easier. Now. Yeah, exactly. But I think it's interesting that, you know, as the weather warms up, we sort of have, we have, we have less excuses not to, not to get on the bike, not to go and walk, not to, you know, take these more sustainable solutions. Um... But I think there are times, and, you know, there's been times, you know, for you, there's a lot of times for me at the moment that, you know, a car is, you know, somewhat necessary. So, you know, why don't we talk about, I remember you, you moved house a few months ago and you, you rented a car, yeah. didn't you? So why don't we talk about oh, yes. a little bit yeah. about, you know, even you as someone who, who doesn't drive, like, you know, the, those times that you've rented cars or, you know, needed cars or... Yeah. yeah, well, so sometimes, you know, cars are really, really handy. Like, mm. cars are, are good tools. Mm. And, uh, like, um, yeah, as I said before, I used to have a car. Mm. And that was really useful. Mm. Like, you know, get me to A to B and, you know, quick, quickly, yeah. uh, you know, um, relatively quickly. Um, and, you know, even when you got to go shopping, when you, you know, go shopping, you can just stack a lot of stuff in your trunk. And, yeah, exactly. You know, go home, yeah. drive home. And it's just different from, you know what I do now but um, even the thing of you know buying a lot of stuff and you know it's just stuck it in the trunk of your car mm. is that you know do we need all of that stuff yeah, like, exactly. and then yeah. what do you actually buy okay because you have the trunk then you know that you can carry you know 24 beers 48 mm. beers and then you know a lot of heavy stuff yeah. which could be Nutella and a lot of drinks and you yeah. know food and thing, stuff that you don't even need sometimes mm. like I haven't been shopping in like two months, um, I don't know how I'm, I'm still alive, but <laughs> somehow I, I am. And you know, you just um, if you don't need it, then you know you just don't need it. And mm. sometimes having you know having the um, the um, having tools sometimes um, push you um, to get more stuff because you can actually 
you know, yeah. bring it around. Yeah, so I guess, you know, having cars allows you to get more stuff. Yeah, so to you get end more up, stuff. Yeah, yeah, thanks, buddy. End up going to the shops and just buying all this random crap because you're not thinking about... You don't think that you yeah. actually have to take it home yeah. somehow. Whereas chucking it on the bike exactly. in your backpack, you actually have to think about, you have what to am I choose. buying? Is this really worth Thank it? you yeah. so much, my man. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was the idea I had in my brain. Yeah. Yes, that's the thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you gotta pick, you know, correctly. Yeah, and you know, carefully what you yeah. what you buy because you help to take it home. Yeah, and exactly. you're gonna feel that thing on your back. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. So that's that's different. But yeah, uh, so even the thing of moving um, mm. from a house to another one, you know, um, I rented the um, a van on mm. uh, car next door, mm. but it was such good service. So tell us a little bit about that because I think because yeah. at the moment. I'm not a, able to use Car Next Door because yep. I'm not um, fully licensed yep, yet. Fully licensed. So Car Next Door, and there's a lot of other sharing services like it. So explain how, for so, anyone who doesn't know, how does Car Next Door work? What is, basically, what is it? Um, yeah, basically, you uh, you download the app, mm. uh, which is so easy. Um, then you register yourself, um, you know, photos, IDs. Um, yep. Then you there's a deposit of 150 bucks, I think. Yeah. Um, and then you can just, you know, go and rent cars everywhere. Um, yeah. You've got, you know, uh, fares and what the car has in it. Yeah. Um, when you can get it, um, there are a lot of cars. You can just, mm. you know, get it even 10 minutes before. Mm. Um, the first time you register takes a while because mm. they need to check you in and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So, you know, uh, you need to allow a couple of hours. But, you know, from... Mm. Second time, you can just you know go ten minutes before mm. um, you wanna you wanna rent a car and just take it. Mm. Um, that works like um, you choose a car. Mm. Um, so how does it work? You choose a car, and then there's a fare. You pay. Yeah. They send you instructions. Mm. So they actually send you you know where the car is, the address, yeah. and all of that stuff. Um, and then there's there's a you know like those lockbox yeah, you lock find box, you know yeah, yeah lockbox yeah. um and you just get yeah, you just get a key from the lockbox because yeah. they send you the, the code yeah and then you just take the keys and, and drive off this like is the thing this is what away. i love about these sort of services it's so easy man yeah you know you can just say you know for you moving you know 10 minutes half an hour before you know once you've signed up so for someone like you you know you've signed up you know okay i don't have a car i'm going to sign up for this thing and if i ever need you know, to drive my own car somewhere. If I ever need to, you know, use a car, I'm gonna rent one from Car Next Door, and because they're they're pretty cheap as well, aren't they? Like I checked out the yeah. fares. It's like you know, like thirty five bucks, forty bucks a day. Yeah, yeah. day man. Mm. And you know, you just you, you want to use a car for one day. You don't exactly. have to buy it, pay exactly. insurance, pay petrol, pay mm. for you know a lot of stuff. Mm. And I think this is the thing that you know, a, a a car costs. You sort of don't really think about it, but I remember. Um, Oh, someone came out with like, you know, the most affordable cars, but it was like the most, it was like a list of the most affordable cars, but it was the most affordable cars plus the amount to run. And it was really interesting just how much, you know, so they took in, you know, the how far the average Australian drives, you know, how much they have to pay for rego, insurance, you know, yeah. how much they have to pay for petrol, how much they pay for the car and all this sort of stuff. And, you know, when it came out, the total of, you know, how much it costs to drive a car you know to own just to own a car is a certain amount then to drive it and you know the the amount of petrol and the amount of servicing and all that sort of stuff you have to pay on top of it is nuts like it's so much money and so i think it's this thing of you know 
is it worth it? Is it worth it for you to have a car? You know, for me at the moment, yeah, it kind of is. Like, you know, yes, I have to pay for the, you know, the insurance and the petrol and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, for me, and particularly, you know, where I work, you know, when we work, you know, all over sort of Melbourne, you know, being able to get to those sites, being able to get to those sites with tools in the back, you know, collect materials, all this sort of stuff. Like at the moment, yeah, it is worth it. But I think if my job changed, if I, you know, was in the same place, if I, you know, moved to perhaps a different place, you know, all this sort of stuff, um, yeah, it might not be worth it. And I'd probably, if, you know, I changed jobs or lived somewhere else, I'd probably want to reassess that and think, okay, well, I'm spending all this money, you know, per year to keep my car running and to keep it insured and registered and all sorts of stuff. Is it really worth it when I could just, you know, rent a car on, you know, car next door when I really need one? Like, all this sort of stuff. Well, I think that it's more for, like, car next door is more for, like, casuals. Yeah. Than every day. Is, no, know. but that's what I'm saying. If, yeah, if, so I, like, if I didn't need a car every day yeah. and only needed one occasionally, then yeah. I'd yeah, say. of course, like you wouldn't be, you know, yeah, worth it. No, mm. sure. Yeah, no way. But the thing is that, yeah, the thing is, the only thing that changes, yeah, the only two things that change is like the, the distance and, mm. you know, work, mm. which is like, you know, the, the bulk. Yeah, of, exactly. You know, yeah. the big chunk of the decision. Um, I... I just don't need it and um, you know those those times that I need a car I can just rent it and it's so mm. nice but even for people who's got a car and they you know don't drive it that much mm. guys just do car next door and just this is the other sign up yeah. do it and this is the other thing I think once I'm old enough I re- or even if I move somewhere else and needed a car you know for a certain thing I think you know I'd absolutely consider renting it out on a car next door or even you know occasionally driving for you know Uber or these other ride shares yeah. because I think you know these services are fantastic but they also you know require you know people to have certain people to have cars so if you need a car for some things but don't drive it the rest of the time yeah, yeah. rent it out on a car next door rent make a out. bit of money you know driving for a ride share like all this sort of stuff yeah but the thing is that you know with Uber you actually have to drive a fair bit yeah you know in order to find some customers yeah. and you know you got to ride and it's a lot of time spending it yeah but you know car next door is just you leaving your car mm. in your car park mm. The cars just stays there, rest yeah. in there, and yeah, exactly. then someone comes and pick it up. Like yeah. <laughs> this, it's like effortless. Yeah. You make money, you yeah. pay off. You you know whatever your debts, your bills, and whatever yeah. you want to pay off, and, and it's mm. effortless. Mm. How good is that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, and then people you know wouldn't have to wouldn't have to buy cars and you know mm. insurance and a lot of other stuff. Mm. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So another thing that you know. I've been thinking about a lot recently and you know I'd like like to talk and you know hear your opinion on this is how we sort of we spread we have this tendency and I've talked to a few people about this we have this tendency to sort of spread our lives out I think particularly you know when you have a car and you have all these tools that allow you to spread your life out you you know you end up spreading your your relationships your work your supermarket your study your whatever else out so far geographically that you know we sort of set ourselves up to rely on a car yeah so like you know what do you think about you know why we we move around so much and we you know feel this need to get around so much what's your because we actually can you know if you had a car and then you you'd feel like you can get around so quickly Mm. 
um, and then you just do it. Mm. Like um, I've got the um, the two girls I love so much, and they um, they are my Italian students. Mm. Uh, I teach them Italian, and um, they're so nice. Um, that much that um, so nice that they you know sometimes just um ask me for lifts. Mm. You want us to come get you from your place and you know take you to mm. mine and then we do Italian. And I'm like, well, that's amazing. Yeah, mm. like I'd love that, but no, I'm just gonna ride my bike. Mm. So you know, like um, sometimes this whole thing takes you to you know, apart from being nice, mm. but you know the thing about having a car is like you know, I'm just spending some money on fuel. Uh, there's not much effort. Mm. Why not to go and you know yeah, grab yeah. my go pick up my teacher from yeah. his house and take it to mine because I'm mm. gonna be comfy at my place, mm. um, you know, and he's gonna be quicker and you know, mm. uh, warmer. You know, I was thinking about it. I'm just like, man, like, there's no need to do that. Mm. I'm not talking about you know that actual thing, but there's no need to do that. And lots of people, as I did too, like you know, sometimes it was just finding myself driving for nothing mm. only because I could drive mm. and it's such a waste mm. of resources and time mm. it's so stupid I think that's the thing yeah you know going for a drive for the sake of going for a drive yeah. and I think yeah I, I yeah used to do that as well I think it's and th- I think because there can be something quite pleasant about you know nice day go for a drive you know go over there, go over there, go sit, you know, check out there and all this sort of stuff. Because I think the, the freedom that it allows you and the freedom to, you know, go see, you know, this cool thing that's, you know, over, you know, an hour drive away. Like, yeah, that's, you know, it's an incredible freedom. But I think when we feel entitled to that freedom is when it gets dangerous. I think when yeah. we feel like, you know, we should be able to just go and do that, like yeah, if you really want to go and do that, that that's fine. You know, if you really want to, you know, go take a drive to you know that nice place, like you know, it, it that's up to you. But I think when people feel that you know, when people feel that they're entitled to do that, I'm like, no, it's not. It's not that you know something that you have a right to. It's you know, it's your choice how you use you know the resources we have and how you conduct your life. But like don't be under any illusion that it doesn't affect other people i think that i think that's the thing it's like don't, blind, don't yeah don't think that you know your actions are purely your own like they're yours to make the decision but they affect other people and particularly in terms of climate change like all of all of our actions all of our decisions like yes they're yours but you know the the reason that we're trying to change them is because you know when you live an unsustainable life it affects other people and oh, yes. particularly you know people in you know poorer and developing nations that are really going to suffer the worst effects of climate change like yeah you, you know it's your decision to make but you know don't be under any illusion that you know it doesn't affect anyone else because it it really really does yeah, so, you know, we're not we're not entitled to anything, really. And I think it's been, particularly for me in the past, you know, over the past winter, really, I, you know, I really love skiing. I love going skiing. I love, you know, a lot of different hobbies. I love going hiking. I love going kayaking, all these sort of things. But I think a lot of them, and it's, be, it's become much more uh, noticeable to me now, and I've, I've thought a lot more about, you know, the effect of getting to and you know doing these you know hobbies doing these things that I love doing 
you know, skiing. Like, you know, it's a you know, two hour, three hour drive to get to the snow. And you know, once you get there, it's beautiful. It's, you know, the, the natural world and, you know, snow and all this sort of stuff. It's absolutely beautiful. But the carbon emissions from getting to the snow are a significant part of reducing the amount of snow we have. And like, you know, people are talking about Australia might not get snow in 30 years. You know, Australia might not get snow by the time, you know, the next generation want to go skiing. Like all this sort of stuff that, you know, I think driving to, you know, natural wonders to explore and appreciate them, you know, once every now and again, yeah, sure. But, you know, doing it regularly and, you know, yeah. yeah, doing it regularly and, you know, driving all over the place to get to all these beautiful places. And I'm like, just, you know, for me personally, I've tried to stay away from it. I've tried to reduce the amount, you know, as part of reducing the amount that I'm driving, part of that has been, you know, reducing the amount that I've, you know, gone skiing, gone kayaking, gone hiking, all these sort of things that, you know, generally take a decent drive to get to. Um, yeah, I've absolutely done less of those. And I think, but I remember, you know, we were sitting in, in this, this room, actually, and we were talking about this about, you know, about a year ago. And I was talking about the fact that, oh, that's it. I was, when I was talking about getting, it wasn't a year ago, it was a few months, and I was talking about getting a new car. Oh, yeah. And I was talking about getting a bigger car. So that, you know, I can chuck the kayak on the roof, chuck skis on the roof, chuck people in it, you know, chuck all this camping stuff in it. Chuck everything on the chuck car. Chuck everything in it. You just it. wanted to chuck stuff in his Just in wanted car. to chuck everything. Just chuck stuff, um, man. But I remember I was, talking, I was talking to you about this and I was saying that, you know, if I got a smaller car, then I might not be able to do as much of those things or I might, you know they might be a little bit different because I'm not able to take as much stuff. I bought a smaller car. I'm still able to take as much stuff. But you said, you know, your habits will, your habits and your hobbies will change. You know, if you make that change in your life, if you make that change to buy a smaller car and to, you know, drive less and do this sort of stuff, other hobbies will take over. Other interests will take over. And like at the moment, it's writing. Like, you know, I got out yesterday afternoon, <laughs> finished up work, Got out yesterday afternoon, and so I got home. I got home. I didn't unpack anything. Like I had stuff in my car. I just got out of my car, got into my riding gear, and left. Because yeah, I was just like, I really wanted to go for a ride. It was beautiful weather. I was like, okay, I've got a couple of hours until it gets dark. I'm just gonna go for a ride. And so yeah, I went from my house, you know, down all the back roads, like you know, these gorgeous little roads. Um, and I went to the Yarra River. Okay. Uh, you know, there's this little spot at the back of Kangaroo Ground that you can get down to the river. And I just rode there, and it was beautiful. It was so nice. You know, I was you know, p- putting my hands in the water, getting my feet in the water. It was so nice. I, I've actually, you know, seen the, the scene in my head. Um, like, of, of you, yeah. you know, like in a movie, doing this oh, thing of, like, grabbing fantastic. the water, <laughs> clean water, you know, uh, your face and be like, anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's the thing. And I think it's, it's really true that, yeah, you know, yesterday, so I went for a ride, I got back. I, I, that's the other thing. I had to ride pretty fast to get back because the sun was setting. So I was like, okay, I didn't bring any lights. So I was like, okay, I have to get back before get it gets back. dark. So yeah, like powered home, got home. By the time I got home, I was, you know, sweating, I was tired, I was sore, I was all this sort of stuff, but I felt really good. Ooh. And so when I got home, I, you know, 
you know, got out of my riding gear and I just sat on the deck and just like, you know, did some yoga, did some stretching, did some meditating, you know, like as the sun was, you know, as the sun was literally going over the horizon. It was beautiful. It was so nice. And if you're thinking, if you're thinking that this is cool, then yeah, this is cool. And, you know, we strongly (laughs) suggest you to do it as well, man, because this is cool. This Mm. is, you know, he just said he went for a bike ride in the country and then go back home and, you know, did yoga and sat on the deck and stuff like that. You know, it's like a movie, man. You know, like those days that you never live, but, you know, that you see people doing it in the movies. So just mm-hmm. grab your bike, go for a ride, go yeah. back home, and you're going to be in a movie, man. I think that's the thing. Whether or not it's a, you know, if you've got a bike, yeah, you know, pump up the tires, you know, dust off the cobwebs and go for a ride. If you don't have a bike, go for a walk, you know. Take your dog, take yes. your partner, go with your friends, go for a walk through the park. Like, you know, all these fantastic things that you can do. Go for a run. Like, I met a girl the other day who she's, you know, she's really into running. She does all these marathons and she's got a running club on the weekends and all this sort of stuff. And for her, like, that's, you know, that's a hobby. But, you know, she doesn't have to drive, you know, for three hours to get to her hobby and then, you know, drive three hours back. You know, her hobby is running around the city and, you know, running all these marathons. Um, I think that's the thing, you know, don't worry, you know, if, if you're moving away from, you know, unsustainable habits, you know, some of those unsustainable habits you, you might enjoy, you know, I really enjoy going skiing and I really, you know, want to do, I'd really like to do more of it. I really like to, you know, be up there every weekend, but you know, being up there every weekend is like, <laughs> just oh, yeah. go right up that's another way. option. Um, but yeah, I think when you make when you make the switch to more sustainable habits, you you'll find you'll find the really good things about it, and you'll find new ho- new habits and new hobbies that you really really enjoy, and really get a lot of value out of. You know, I'm so much fitter now than I was. I'm you know feeling fitter, healthier. Just I think it's the thing you a lot of these things that you know we try and talk about you know riding you know buying less you know eating more sustainable foods all this sort of stuff a lot of it's good for you anyway like yeah. it's not you know a lot of it's sustainable but even if you forget about you know the fact that it's sustainable a lot of it's just good for you you know getting out on your bike you know getting those endorphins going all that sort of stuff it's just good for you that's the part i like because you know don't do don't do things only because they're good for you know environment or for other people mm. you know Sometimes it's good to treat yourself, mm. and if you are actually, you know, acting on both sides, exactly. well, that's yeah. just great. This yeah. just like works well. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So um, I reckon we might wrap it up there. So, yeah. So this is yeah episode number three of the Is It Worth It podcast. Oh I mean, wait, what are we gonna do now? What? Are we, yes, that's a very good point. So weather is fantastic today. So we are wrapping this up to go for a ride. Um, we were going to go to Hawthorne Velodrome, but we're a bit tight for time. And I had a look. The Brunswick Velodrome is a bit closer and a bit nicer. So I reckon we should Let's go there. Let's fucking go, man. I reckon we should go. Let's so we're going to wrap it up there. Um, I was just going to quote mm. these guys. Um, I met these people at the yes, restaurant. Yes, you met who, someone at your restaurant the other day. Yeah, who came um, to see this group of guys. Um, called um seal fresh uh it's an actual startup and they've been working uh with woolworths um let's say woolies and other um 
at the supermarkets, um, as um, and even restaurants as uh, Papa Ridge or IGA, mm. Grand Hyatt. Um, they're so nice. So big, big, massive shout to uh, the old team, uh, especially to Tony, mm. and to uh, there's another guy. Um, I remember his name. It's just so hard for me to remember. Which is uh, near. Nick? Nick? Nick, maybe. But it's just, you've just got a hard name. Mm. Um, Here we go. Where's that? Oh, yeah, Nick. No. No. Nier. No. Yeah, how do you say that? I have no Bro, idea. Bro, I'm going to come check your name <laughs> out, okay? I'm going to, I want you to tell me about it yeah. again. Uh, but yeah, so um, they do, so they have this uh, solution. Um, They're trying to get rid of uh, clean wrap. Mm. Um, they so they they sort of flexible stretchy. Yeah, so leads. they make this. Yeah, yeah, flexible yeah. Uh, leads and you know yeah. stretchy. Uh, flexible yeah, so you can leads. chuck it on top of you know fresh fresh produce. Chuck it on top of containers, and yeah, they they look really cool. Tom just told me about it before we came in, but yeah, they look awesome. And um, guys, please go have a look at it. So it's yeah. gonna be yeah again uh sil fresh. Yeah, S I L F R E S H sil fresh. Check them out. Okay. Yeah. Guys, have a good day. Ciao, belli. (laughs) Have an awesome day, and we'll see you next time. Ciao.